And now, streaming out of Northeast Ohio, representing Marks, Drunks, and a little bit of kayfabe, AIW Fan Club. It's wrestling and podcasting, previewing and reviewing all motherfucking day. People of the world, I give to you wrestling fucking cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name. And they're always mad you came. You wanna go where you can see that troubles are all the same. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially in 3D. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by Midwest Territory. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers email if you so choose desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com like i said i'm your host justin summers and uh a little kind of change going on with the podcast uh i've brought on a full time ish co-host uh there might be some weeks that they're they're not on but for the most part every preview review definitely going to be on if I don't have necessarily a topic for the week, there could be a nice bullshitting episode or two, because I think those are kind of fun. So if I'm going to need someone to co-host a lot of these shows with me, there is only one, absolutely one dependable, old reliable choice. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Jared J. Hawk Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all reliable Jayhawk. <laughs> I'm happy that I am you. not Jayhawk. I am Charlie Butters. And, uh, yeah, this is, you know, we, we've had some ups and downs on this podcast together and, uh, we, we kind of left it in a, in a sore spot, but, you know, we, we spent the weekend talking and, uh, we really kind of fixed things. I think, uh, you know, Johnny Gargano brought us together and we fixed things <laughs> over Johnny Gargano. And, uh, yeah, so I think, uh, it should be a lot of fun and, uh, I'm, I'm honored to, uh, do this. So I mean, things weren't necessarily bad. I felt like they were bad. I was in a bad place with our friendship and I mean, you may not have been, but I feel like it, I, I felt a lot better about everything once we just bullshitted and like, it felt like we were normal again. I don't know what it is about being on the podcast, but sometimes like I just get in a bad mood with like our friendship over this podcast. I don't know why, but it, I do. So I think that I'm in a better space than I was originally. Um, cause last time I was on, I wasn't working, um, cause of my injury and I was just a miserable prick for like four weeks cause I was in pain constantly. So, Oh yeah. I will openly say I, I, I did not like that episode. But like I Me either I understood to an extent, but like my regret at the end of it was like I just should have did that episode alone. That's that's just me being honest. 
Because obviously, like, all the pain you were in and everything, I just should have said, nah, just relax. But, you know, it was what it was. It wasn't wasn't necessarily mad, per se. But, you know, we're, we're on, like I said, we're on a better plane here. This is a little, like, a a renewed thing. So I think it'll be be good because, uh, like you said, like, I'll be on previews, reviews, and, you know, bullshit sessions, that kind of thing. So it'll be all right. Yeah. And then, obviously, if there's a preview or review you can't make it like that'll be fine they'll still be the idea still is to bring someone else on too so if you can't show up that's still it's still two people on i think the bigger thing like for me coming from this podcast and what i explained to you uh is just when i've had these weeks where i don't get an interview and i have like nothing to talk about and it's just me that's kind of a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. and it's like i don't i don't necessarily have a problem with doing an episode alone but i know if it was a conversation like if I just brought somebody on and we talked, shoot, shot the shit, talked about whatever, like maybe it's independent wrestling, maybe it's other things, just whatever. Like it would be still be a fun episode and all that kind of stuff. But when it's just me and I got all this stuff to go over, like, I don't know, just some, just some extra pressure. But instead, if it was, hey, we're going to hit the record button and bullshit for an hour. Like, right. to, like to me, that's just a lot more fun. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done a solo episode. I've done some solo like editing to like edit myself into stuff and that's even weird to me so i couldn't i don't think i could do a whole episode by myself it's too like one-sided i think there needs to be two sides to this like it needs to be a conversation for me to to function i don't think i can just like talk to myself uh and record it and think it's gonna sound okay <laughs> I'm too I, self-conscious i have to have like talking points i have to be able to talk through it by myself give other sides of the, of story whatever the only i mean one real benefit is when i come into those situations i can stop talking look something up and come right back and with the magic of editing you you don't know that i i did that right because i think i've had that a couple times in like some of these solo episodes where i'm like shit uh who who won that match or what happened here and like well, hold on let me let me double check it mute the microphone find it come back and all, all that kind of shit but yeah it's yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird that I was able to go through all of like 2020 and put out episodes and like have very little hiccups. And like this year has been my Achilles heel to where, I mean, there's been, I took two weeks off, which I never took one week off since, <laughs> oh. since like episode like eight or nine, whenever I did, uh, whenever I got Bishop on, even maybe even before that, maybe like episode seven, like it was early on it was like so many months in when it ended up becoming a weekly podcast and i even put out bonus episodes so i was like ahead of schedule on everything too so to finally just be like have like two particular weeks where i'm like no i'm not doing anything especially like the week of like pod van dam where they took a week off and i'm like fuck it i'm giving myself a week off because i don't get to do this and granted i think i was just gonna maybe talk about going to lvac then i later turned that into an episode of coming back from lvac but nonetheless what's in What's interesting about that too is the fact that like I think the big thing is like when like during COVID and everything why you were able to to maintain so well is like getting interviews wasn't so difficult because a lot of wrestlers obviously weren't working so they had free time but now that wrestlers are like going fucking crazy because every place is running and there's all kinds of stuff going on and like wrestling's trying to really pick back up where it left off two years ago. So it's like going just apeshit right now, especially during the summer. So it's definitely going to be like more of a challenge to get those like interviews where it was like so much easier, um, which 
I don't know if it was easier, but it was a little, I mean, it felt easier uh, when I did it. So, when I, I mean, was, you know, just it, trying to pick them up. So, it was definitely easier because there was the one month, I can't remember if it was May or June. I think it might have been May where I recorded all the interviews on a Saturday, edited them all on Sunday, and got them ready to be posted uh, to the point of like, I gave myself a month off, but I still put out content. And right. that, that was a great month. But, being able to get four interviews from four different people in completely different areas. Like, I mean, we're talking like on a Saturday, no less Yeah, on a Saturday too. Like it was, it was Dom and then, uh, Lee Moriarty. And then, which actually the, the Chuck Stone was supposed to be in there. I was supposed to have five that day. Uh, but then, so there was actually a gap between Dom and Moriarty and then, Eric Stevens, which had a, he had a very strict, like, we got to start at this time type thing. And then after him, Jaden Newman, literally all, all the guests were in three, four different States Yeah, on a Saturday, had time recorded. Yeah. So yeah, it was definitely easier, but having the, just that ability to even just plan stuff ahead. Like I, I was coming up with themes for months, like, okay, we're going to like this month, we're going to do all retro reviews. And I, I got like, plan that ahead of time and like okay this review is going to be this week this review is going to be that week and i was like getting those like one or two months ahead of time right and now which granted i i do have the the fact of i have aiw schedule for the year at least what they had in january and i have a lot of those dates in my calendar to where like this will be a preview episode this will be a review episode blah 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 and i have those weeks in between but getting the interviews have been a little harder even one particular interview that i've been trying to get I've DM'd and I've emailed and got nothing. I could go another route and ask some mutual friends, some that wouldn't mind probably putting in a good word for me, but I just haven't necessarily decided to do that yet. But still, it's like, there's all these, at least I have the the live podcast coming up and like, I know what I'm doing with that and that'll be, that'll be fun. But yeah, yeah. I'll be there for that. Yeah. You can't, can't miss fucking tournament. No, and I was I wasn't didn't want to miss any of my friends' podcasts either. Like I didn't get asked, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be there to support everybody because I mean we've all been you know a podcast family for how long? Like in that same realm, like we all know the ins and outs of this shit, and we you know to be there to support and like why not? And plus you know I gotta I gotta somehow uh, get my picture with Adam and Joe, so I gotta make sure you know. <laughs> yeah, they should do a a group. Uh, photo op thing with them because like I have one with Adam and I have one with Joe now it's got to be okay um group picture yeah I mentioned to them that I I needed a um photo with them because you know I am the uh 2021 winner of the gender neutral monarch tournament <laughs> uh with my my fantastic friend Dan Housen so you're welcome by the way <laughs> Yeah, you did give me that idea after I was going to pick Wes Barkley. This year, I'm still picking Wes Barkley because he's Mr. IWTV Guide. So Bishop was already on last year, right? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. He was, he was on one of the years, so you couldn't pick him. Yeah, I was making, so I was I was like, making well, sure. I have an idea. Like, I think I'm gonna we're going to do Wes this year um, just because I, I've been saying it. So I think there's some other good options out there that have, have uh, arrived since the last one. So see what wrestlers am i friends with that have a really good cult following can't do uh, can't do brian myers can't do matt cardona i would just do browner dude honestly 
that's money to me. I feel like he may not have that big of a cult following, but I think if people see like just a gif of him clotheslining the fuck out of somebody, they're gonna choose him over anybody. Like, and you just spam that a bunch. Yeah. Or, or hear me out. <laughs> that tournament is Chakara bias. I pull somebody out of the hat from Chakara. I mean, that's a good idea too. I mean, I think they tried that though, and they, it got him pretty far. It got him to the finals. I mean, if it was obviously, Dan if it wasn't for fucking Danhausen and one retweet, <laughs> one fucking retweet in the finals, he got more votes then than like everybody combined, combined throughout finals, that tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like this is like an Adam A show type moment where I'm I'm Adam and. At odds is the A show with this, except I'm not being vindictive and evil like he was. Um, but I think, like I, you know, I, originally we were gonna be on and, and co-host an episode together. Um, was what like kind of like winning it was gonna get me. However, we never did that because you know life. So I think I talked to Adam about it. I know he had to run it up the flagpole to Joe. But I think whenever they do their next one, I'm gonna try to like do the co-hosting on that episode. So we can just like announce everybody together, uh, like a fun way of like having the previous like winning podcast on kind of makes sense. So rather I mean, than just some random episode, I mean, now that they got a soundboard ish, which I love, I like they've, they've upgraded so much stuff. I really enjoy the show. It's uh, I stopped listening to everything for, for a hot minute, all podcasts. And I've, I've come back around now that I'm back to work. So really enjoying it. I only stop listening to podcasts when they uh, beat a dead horse into a ground about a robot. <laughs> uh, you know, it's very important information. We got to find Ralph. <laughs> Missy Techna, have I? No, I think I'm up to date on that one because the last episode was. Yeah, yeah we didn't put out anything last week, and this week's episode will be out uh, Tuesday. So, and it's recorded last week because late last all week, all kinds of stuff happened. Yeah. <laughs> So technically I haven't stopped listening. So I, I just want that to be known that that's a joke that I am up to date. Actually, I was on the last recording technically. You were. Yeah. We <laughs> so. did the, we did the co-episode, which was super cool to finally uh, do. So, but yeah, um, now that they, they have upgraded and have a soundboard, if I send in a clip, like I did last time, it's not going to be played over a phone. Yeah. Like it actually be played properly. Yeah. Cause I was, I was trying to be like fancy. <laughs> And when, when you're getting played through, uh, the audio of a phone, like it doesn't sound as fancy. Like I put like, I might it was probably a flip phone too, knowing Joe. Oh, it wasn't Joe. It was Adam. So it oh, was, was Adam. <laughs> it was a flip phone. But anyway, we're not, we're not here to talk about at odds with wrestling. Oh, I guess I don't get to choose actually this year since I don't host IWTV ad anymore. I don't get to choose who they who they pick or, or do you you're you are quote home office unquote uh i'm not gonna i'm gonna well since i'm official co-host here now i'm gonna just go along with you on what you choose and <laughs> then they can choose who they want that way it's more fair so i just i home office is the guy who edits the podcast that's what that that entails <laughs> so pot van dam's definitely picking kid bandit right oh dude um He's definitely a top contender and he has a great following. And I feel like if left to their own devices, IWTV guy is going to pick Derek Dillinger. Very on brand. So I, yes. so I need to pick Ziggy. <laughs> Why Ziggy? 
Why not? I mean, she does have a following, and plus, like, that would give us, like, a person that does art for her a, a chance to just do some art and, like, <laughs> post it, so. Yeah, so that, that, that could be interesting. You know, she, she was just on TV in the news, so granted it was in Pittsburgh, but still. Yeah. I don't know if we should be giving all this information out over the air, though. Or maybe, maybe oh, it's like a trick. I got you. Could be. Trick. Because actually, I got a I got an eight by ten of a wrestler in front of me that I just kind of looked down. And I'm like, I could pick them too. I really like the Shakar idea, though. Ah, that's pretty genius. I feel like that's a guaranteed finals right I, there. I feel like it's the Vince McMahon turning around in a chair with the mirror behind him, and the NWO is on it. I feel like that, like, <laughs> like that. That's me. Like, oh, you you wanna? Oh, I'll play your game. I turn around like I'm picking from Chikara. It's just the logo on the back, the Chikara logo. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. We need to make that happen. Somebody, somebody with some skills. Let's, let's make that happen uh, as a photo and then post it all over Twitter. This will be the check if Adam or Joe listens to the episode, but we are, I we think, are. I think I know uh, Joe at least has listened to some of it because he mentioned to me when I was, when I had messaged him because I called in last week and it, my phone fucked up. And so I had to like call in, like give him another thing. And then it fucked up again. So I was like, I'll call later. And I never called back and I need to call this week. So, But I mean, but he we, said he was listening. So we are previewing an AIW show and we know that the next bit of homework at, at odds with wrestling will be this AIW show because they, they won't preview it, but they'll review it. That'll be like a week late though too, won't it? It'll be the same week, I guess. It'll be the, yeah, it'll, be the, it'll, it'll come out the day after the review does. And this is coming out on Wednesday on top of it because it's a preview for Winchester and that's our formula. Right. But let's uh, let's get into this preview finally, talking about AIW 3D. Uh, thoughts on the movie Jaws? I thought it was boring. <laughs> um, so I watched it as a kid. Um, you know, there, there was a lot of things that hadn't happened in films yet when I was a kid. So like, I don't know. I don't think I probably watched it before Jurassic park. So like, it was pretty scary. Like I remember like not wanting to go near water for a long time. And then like when they killed it with electricity, um, like I didn't know how they were going to kill the thing. Like it took me forever to figure it out. I was really like freaked out. They killed it with electricity and, uh, no, I, I just remember. I don't remember which one it was. He was it's definitely electricity. It so wasn't one. the first one. Cause the first one was like, um, like an air tank. They got in its okay. mouth and shot it. Okay. One of them was electricity. I can't remember which one it was. I'm sure people will tell us, uh, on Wednesday. See, and that's the one I remember seeing first. And it scared me. I, th- I was a little bit older. I watched it and it, it was fine. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a long film. It's a lot longer than I thought it was for like, kind of being like a shark slasher film. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to give it another shot at some point along with uh, alien. Cause I thought both of those movies were a little boring. I, I prefer if I had to be- pick between the two, I'll take alien over jaws. Cause like the end got really got pretty good with alien, but aliens, one of my all time favorite films. Yeah. That that's the thing I, I, I want to watch aliens and I want to watch jaws too, because maybe like the the first ones were good for their time, but when the sequels came out, they were just a lot better. Because I th- I think I hear that with Jaws too, or I, I I could be wrong, but I definitely hear that with Aliens. So that's yeah. There's there's a handful of films that the second is better. Aliens is definitely one of them because they made it an action film, not a horror film, and it was like 
chef's kiss. Okay. So that I mean, obviously that's the reference, uh, featuring shark boy and W3D let's, uh, let's get into these matches. We're going to start off with actually, uh, I will preface this. We are recording on Sunday and there's only seven matches announced going by regular Winchester show standards. This could be a 10 match card if not more. So there's probably going to be some matches that aren't previewed. So whatever was announced on Sunday or by Sunday, that's, that's what we got. So we'll go with, actually, we'll start with the two most recent, but we'll start with this one. Marino Tanaglia versus Chuck Stone. I'm, I'm really interested with how this tag team match is going to go at Absolution, but seeing singles match with the four of these competitors will also be fun to see because I feel like with with PME we rarely see it and with bulking season like we at least seen it early on on their career and then there were there were moments like last year where Chuck Stone was in singles matches and even like with uh Arthur there was well they, they were both in the Chandler Biggins not Chandler Biggins Cup but the uh go for broke so we saw that mm. but even with Arthur like I know wrestling in a lot of singles matches outside of AIW, but seeing singles matches on the same night with these two should be interesting. Your thoughts. The advantage definitely goes to um, Chuck Stone and Arthur MacArthur because they have definitely had a much bigger singles career um, in the time that they've been around. Um, I've seen them in way more singles matches and multi-man singles matches uh, where they didn't have a tag team partner to depend on, and they they were able to fare pretty pretty well together, or you know by themselves. So I don't think it's going to be as much of a challenge as it's going to be for uh, Philly and Marino because if you remember and go for broke, Philly and Marino didn't do very good at all uh, in their matches um, because they're so used to being a tag team. So they really are going to have to figure out some tricks because they don't have the the singles. Um, the single skill there. I don't think they're so accustomed to that tag team being able to tag in and out that uh, you get into a single situation like this. It definitely is uh, advantageous uh, to the team of bulking season. I kind of wish we were seeing Chuck Stone versus Philly Collins. No offense to Marino, but you just want to see big meaty men slap at meat. I gotcha. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, Philly's not as big as Chuck, but nonetheless, still. Yeah, I gotcha. We also can't forget that bulking season has a real advantage because they do have a third man in Adam Van. So who <laughs> will be watching on from, from home. So quote unquote, AKA yes. under the ring and they'll do twin magic and no one will know the difference. <laughs> You'll only know he's there by the smoke coming out from under the ring. Cause he's ripping heaters the whole time. <laughs> we won't need a fog machine. I wonder if he's going to try to sell uh, stuff at the, uh, at the con don't get a little table try to sell some some of his wares some of his funko pops yeah sell his uh matt cardona leather jacket <laughs> he should actually wear that to the uh <laughs> to the live recording actually that should be you know as a chance to show off live and in person he should definitely wear that live for sure yeah that would be that would be interesting gotta make sure he's calling him out I mean, he's a coward if he doesn't do it heard it here gotta make sure he's well hydrated on that day oh yeah for sure well it'll be indoors hopefully so 
at least that portion. So I know I will be well hydrated. I'll be rocking some uh, body armor this time. Let's say we need to get you like one of those backpacks. That- a camel backpack. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be all right. I, I was just sick on top of like I had some tummy issues on top of some other stuff. I didn't just didn't realize it was all going to combine and make me think I was going to die watching wrestling. But That's- we're okay. We'll, we'll be all right. It's an AIW show. You almost die one way or another. This is true. I mean, there was a man that was hit by a truck at that show. So, so you didn't have it the worst. No, no. But yeah, Marino, Chuck. Nonetheless, I I do think this will be fun. Uh, there's something about Chuck. I he's one of my favorite people in AIW right now. Like in the he, ring and out of the ring. Like I, I fucking love him. He definitely. There's something about him. He has an aura about him that like I could watch him as a singles guy or as a tag guy. Um. Honestly, I like Arthur and I like Chuck. I like them as singles more than I like them as a tag for some reason. Um, but I mean, as a team, they're they're pretty fun to watch. So, like them being in a singles here, this is going to be really cool. Um, Philly is definitely going to eat that uh, power bomb out of the knee, though. So I can't wait to see that. Yeah, he's, he's gonna- been deserving of it for a hot minute. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun to see. But who do you got in this match? Hmm. I'm going to go with Chuck Stone. I, too, am going to go with Chuck Stone. Let's move on to the next one. Philly Collins versus Arthur MacArthur. Here we go. Uh, sli- um, slightly similar match graphic, but <laughs> but also just a little different. Uh, I also want to give a shout-out to Arthur MacArthur because the last... The, was the, I think it was the review episode for um, the last show. I accidentally put out the wrong file. My computer was being slow as fuck. I ran into some issues and I accidentally did upload the wrong file. Now I I had fixed the file and changed the number, not realizing I had changed the wrong file number. It was another one that I actually didn't even, maybe it's like I didn't upload it or something like, long story short, had problems. He hit me up like not that long after midnight, said, hey, you know, the wrong episode, the preview was, was uh released unfortunately for me i didn't get that till i woke up in the morning but i immediately went into my office still having some computer issues but i got it posted and then the thing that sucks in those situations of when you like post an episode and then like change the file getting that new file to read write on like itunes and google Podcasts and all that kind of shit is difficult because i even tried it i, I went back to podbean made sure like it's published if I hit play on Podbean, will it play the right file? Yes, it does. But when I go to Apple Podcast, has problem downloading. I go to Stitcher, has a problem downloading. Go to iHeartRadio, has a problem downloading. That's like the three that I checked. So it's like, okay, it's something like in the communication, but it has to do with like changing the file. I fixed it a little bit simple, but difficult at the same time. Everything worked out. But there was like this brief period where... There was nothing to download. Obviously, there was like six, seven hours where the the, the file was the, well, the you could download the podcast, but it was the preview from the week before. <laughs> and then there was a shorter, very shorter time where you just couldn't download it at all. But it, like I said, it was fixed. And Arthur was the only one to, uh, or the, at least the first one to hit me up. Maybe there would have been people down the road that would have done it, but he did it really quick. So once again, thanks, Arthur. I didn't get to tell you that privately uh, because it's more of a panic of fixing that shit but very much appreciated. So Arthur versus Philly. 
Yeah, this is uh, two strong boys. This is this this too is is big meaty men slapping meteor. They're some strong boys doing some strong things. I just hope Arthur brings out the the heavy weight and like just puts it on Philly. I don't think we get that Arthur at AIW. I think there he's a little he's a little bit upset about getting busted open. Ah, uh, true. And, uh, yep. I mean, he's not going to be in a fun loving mood this this show. He's he's coming for blood. I feel like so. Either he's going to get some of Philly's hair, maybe he's going to cut him open. He's going to do something. He's not. Uh, he's not in a happy mood. So, so he's going to bring the dumbbell and beat the shit out of Philly with it. That's that's what you're saying. He's going to use it. At, he's going to like there, there's throw, potential there. He's going to throw it at his face. Yeah, that could definitely happen. Which would be similar to you know hitting somebody with a car. <laughs> and then putting your cash app and PayPal on, on Twitter right afterwards. <laughs> I'm not sure how, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got the one thing with bulking season as a whole that they're not just going after the titles. Cause that's obviously been a prevalent thing for them. They're coming for revenge and it definitely got personal on the last show. Hopefully Arthur has stopped bleeding. So the match can start properly, but nonetheless, this one, no pun intended, will be pretty intense. Yeah. Both these matches, there's there's some bad blood between these these four guys. So Yeah, what's crazy? We're gonna we're gonna see the same match graphic next month too. <laughs> this month. Later this month. Yeah, later this next show. That's yeah. Sometimes it's I think of like next show being next month. But yes, you are correct. We'll have the Limp Bizkit uh, music playing in the background as it's being shown. Yeah, you say it as a joke, but I see it in my head after you I'm know. Off, I, I, dude, I, I'm <laughs> not joking. I'm I'm being serious. Like I wish I had the 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 skills. Like I could do all these matches for for abs so that we got pumping up in here that are building up. Like it'd be great. That'd be great for you know Limp Bizkit music video for for Absolution. Be you know great hype video. So this is our WrestleMania. It's absolution, baby. And this is fast lane. <laughs> uh yeah, I guess so. This this would be our uh our fast lane at the our Thursday show fast lane. Cause Royal Rumble's obviously gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Um Gangster Rap made me do it is Elimination Chamber. So this is Fast Lane. Yeah. And then here uh, at the end of the, not the end of this uh yeah, at the end of this month. We will have one of the King of the Rings, and then in August a we'll have a core King of the Ring, and then and then in August we'll have another King of the Ring. Yeah, the actual King King of the Ring. Yeah. Rinka King. Rinka King. We're going to India for Rinka King <laughs> with Sanjay Dutt and Scott Steiner. Who do you got, Philly Collins or Arthur MacArthur? Um, I'm gonna go with Arthur MacArthur. Why not? I hate Philly. I hate I hate uh, Marina right now. So I'm gonna go with um, the guys I like. Stick with Arthur MacArthur. I'm gonna go with Philly, but I think it's going to be a cheap one. I don't agree with it, but we gotta admit, PME is gonna pull something in one of these matches, if not both. Yeah, one may break down into the other. Who knows how this is gonna play out? It's it's gonna. It's going to get you ready for that match at Abso. These two matches are going to get you salivating for that match. If what happened at Rap Show didn't do it for you, this is this is going to be the go home, get you salivating for the show. All right, let's move on to the next one. Riley Rose versus Big Twan Tucker versus Shark Boy versus 
Tommy Kyle Dean. I love seeing uh, Big Twan back. Yeah, it's a nice change of pace. Then you got Riley Rose in this graphic with this just really red chest. <laughs> uh, I wonder what song he's going to come out to this this show. It's going to be something <laughs> different again since he can't choose. I don't know if it was a screw up on the last show, but Riley stick to the Irish one. I don't know. I uh, don't know what it is off the top of my head, but stick with that one. I believe he listens, so hopefully he'll uh, he'll hit me up and 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 tell me what's going on. So hit me up, let me know what's up, so we can figure this out. Um, but yeah, this match. I mean, you got Shark Boy in there, uh, who hasn't been around since 2018, Rubber City Con, when he faced Doctor Dan and lost. Um, Just so you guys know, Charlie, look that up. I did look it up specifically, you know, going to have notes here, uh, trying to be professional, did some homework. But I, I knew that <laughs> because I remember that he replaced Gilberg at Rubber City Con. Like that was a, and that was a, not even just replacing him. That was a replacement on that day. Good old Gilberg. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> when was the yeah, last time we seen uh, TKD, Big Twan Tucker and Riley Rose? Okay. Big Twan is calling for the gold. No, no. He was at the last show, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in. He was in not the last. He was on the last show. Yeah, well, he was in that four way, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Riley was in the dark match. So I was gonna be like, do we count that? I mean, I would. Like, he got a decisive victory over the Babushka Baron. So, <laughs> who I hope comes back. Yeah, like he's he's a fun one. I'm sure he'll be on the show somehow. Right. Right. Get that rematch versus Broner. <laughs> Uh, let just be a thing now. Thursdays he shows up. He tries to, you know, talk some shit, and Brunner just comes out and kills him. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, you got those four guys. Uh, very interesting uh, mishmash of guys. Uh, I think Riley Rose definitely um, has been shown that he's he's got something there. I feel like he's been, uh, I'm not going to say on a tear. I'm just going to say that he's been he's been doing quite well for himself, so. I think he's the the one to watch in this match um, against everybody else. Um, but you know, don't don't uh, count Shark Boy out. He could give him a Stone Cold Stunner. So Riley hasn't been on a tear. He's been on a slit, just a little slit. Don't know if I like that phrasing, but okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of like like what's a smaller version of a tear? Which technically a smaller version of a tear is just a tear, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was, I was thinking like he, he he's on a poked hole. Okay, that's even worse. <laughs> uh, wrong Riley Rose. <laughs> Wait a minute, there's another Riley Rose. Uh, yeah, there's a porn star Riley Rose. Oh, I didn't. I've never <laughs> I've never Googled his name. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure she's far gone retired but yeah <laughs> okay riley rose bang bros just watch what you uh google yeah tag team you cannot google i wonder if riley rose is in a tag team hold on riley rose tag team <laughs> <laughs> riley rose tag team bang bros <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know about that one <laughs> <laughs> Somebody Google that and get back to us. Marcy, do it. <laughs> yeah, that would that would that's Marcy's job. That's right up Marcy's alley. 
Then we got TKD. I know like his like personal life has been busier. Yeah, he's kind of been start and stop here and there with uh with the whole wrestling thing. So he hasn't been around as much. Um, but when he has been around, he's been very uh, effective in the ring. Um, don't know what uh what version of him we're gonna get here. If he'll be effective or if he's gonna knock some rust off and try to avoid a Stone Cold Stunner from Shark Boy. Actually, too, wasn't he supposed to be on a recent show and then yes. was replaced? Yes, I think it was the last Thursday show. I think we got... I mean, it was a Winchester show. I just don't remember which one. I think it was the last one. I forget who we got as, as his replacement. I think we might have got Bobby Orlando, maybe. Then that was, which is what I, I thought, can't... it was Wrestle Rave. Yeah. Or no, because Broner was, uh, I think it was Ether. Yeah, it was Ether. Uncle Chase versus Riley Rose versus TKD versus Johnny Patch. We have yet to get a Johnny Patch match yet. Yeah. If he's going to be on this card, but. Uh, he may be facing Brunner. We don't know. <laughs> so was, was, was Ether the last time we seen TKD? I feel like, I feel like we've seen him one other time. I don't think we've seen him this year. Honestly, I think it's been a minute unless he was on a dark match. I don't think he's been, he's been around. I mean, I can check cage match. The only problem is he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a, yeah, he'd have to go show by show for AIW. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think he had one. Was, was he in the gauntlet? No, I don't think so. We need like a stat person for the show. Yeah. I think you're right that we have not seen him this year at all. Yeah. When I was looking stuff up, that's what I was trying to find out. I didn't think I had seen him at all. I feel like I seen him. I thought he was in one of the shows that I was front, front row on and had like the good seats. Was he? Uh, oh, son of a bitch. Maybe. Oh, it was. Un, I think it was unannounced. He was at Wrestle Rave. Uh, he got beat by Eddie Only. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that wasn't an announced match. So, like, whenever I. If we're doing previews, like, I'm just looking at match graphics, like from the Facebook right. page. So I don't see that pop up. But something told me, like, we had seen him somewhere else. Okay, so we have seen him this year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the last time we saw him at a different show had to, whatever show that I had the stage seating back when the stage seating was really good, when the ring was right there. Yeah. Because I think I got some really good pictures of him uh, when I was that close. So, yeah, we going, going, going back to what we were saying, we have seen TKD less lately. Yeah. So who do you got in this match? I'm going to go with Riley Rose. I'm going to go Big Tuan. I think uh, Tuan's got a lot to prove. And this is a fresh start for him. Let's move on to the next one. Jackson Stone versus Dominic Greeny. Butters, did you do any homework on this match? Uh, I did. It is the uh, rubber match of of these two in AIW. They've had uh, two matches so far. They each won one. This is now a... Who can uh, win the best of the series? Personally, I think uh, it's going to be a war regardless. And um, hopefully Dom is in good enough shape uh, that he can uh, lock in a uh, rear naked choke and, and tap out Jackson Stone. Or, you know, Jackson Stone could hit him with several suplexes and put him away. And Jackson Stone has uh, his two little buddies with him that, you know, Dom has an issue with. So that's going to probably play into it somehow because 
I don't think that's done yet. And I think we're going to get something uh, at Abso with them. So like to know what that is. Not only is this a rubber match, this will be the third match in a row, but also with each one of these matches being at different venues. Yeah. First one being at the Tadmore, second one being at the Odeon, number three being at the Winchester. Kind of weird because normally you'd figure with a lot of these, a lot of these matches, they start at the Winchester. Then they might go to Akron, then they'll go to the Odeon. Yeah, this uh, that's actually kind of cool that they've they've been at one match at each of the different venues, AIW uh, and Habits. That's, that's awesome. So they have to have a fourth match at WrestleRager. And a fifth at um, the uh, Hell on Earth show. And then maybe squeeze in one at the hardcore tournament, which would screw up yeah. the numbering. But yes, some type of like crowd brawl or something. Yeah, it's a fun history that we've seen develop over the last year with Dominic Greeny. At first, you know, it was more him versus Ethan Wright with Carson and Carrington. Ethan Wright stepping away. You know, they found Jackson Stone as a suitable replacement for their team. Maybe better than Ethan Wright, I dare say. More vicious, for sure. Yeah. So now we have it. one more match between these two, and something has to be coming for Absolution. I don't know what. Hoping on a six-man tag match. Maybe a tag match with Jackson Stone and Casey Carrington. Maybe Carson isn't in this one, but maybe he is too, so I don't know. Uh, Nonetheless, Absolution is going to be a brawl, and this one will be too. I can think of something that would make a lot of sense for this match that could only happen at Absolution and would um, keep it fair between Casey and Dom. And that's a steel cage. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if we have access to one, um, but it seems like that that would make the most sense to the, the route we're heading as often as whenever Dom gets one of these guys alone, the other two seem to show up and get in his way um that to me seems like we need to just lock him inside a cage that way there's no interference and uh let them two just settle it once and for all i mean as far as i understand aiw used to have a pink cage Mm -hmm. i should say it's not that that i understand I, I, i know they had a pink cage right but as far as i understand this part of it is they left it at turner's hall right and they probably got destroyed and scrapped out something. So yeah, I mean, it doesn't exist reasonably. So too, because the last cage match in AIW was 2014 fucking Veda Scott versus Gregory iron. Mm-hmm. And they, well, I can't say they haven't had a need for it. Cause I don't think they could get one into Mount Carmel. They, they might've been able to, I don't know, but still could have been an issue. So makes sense to me. I mean, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Um, so those two can finally settle it and, and then be kind of clean. If they're not going to settle it that way, I don't know what else we could do. Um, personally, I would just, you know, let Dom loose with a spike against the three of them. I'm, I'm sure he can figure out, you know, a way to take care of all three of them. But Are they vampires? Uh, no, but if you have a metal spike, uh, <laughs> you can take out eyes and uh, definitely body parts with a spike um, to make it kind of fair. So, Kind of what I was thinking have the like six man tag match or something at absolution it would be cool i don't think they would do it have the cage batch be a fucking rager 
I mean, that would be cool too. I'm just saying like there, the obvious end to this needs to be a cage. Like there's too much interference. The constant interference is what's kind of made me go to this route. Like, yeah, just consistently, no matter what, like they've done, they've did the no DQ at rap show. And I was like, okay, this might, you know, play out somewhat fair. And it didn't. Um, so it's just, I mean, the next step, honestly, to me is put up a cage so they can't get in, let them have their fight. Yeah. And if he wants to be the new bone collector, I mean, he probably should get used to cage fighting. So a little bit, you know, just, you know, just, just, just saying. I think it's possible to also have it at the Fonzie tournament. They don't enter as entrance. They are a match that kind of like that you have in between brackets or in between rounds, I should say, because it's not supposed to be a big tournament. Um, and obviously like with Rager and the Fonzie tournament, uh, you're not going to have a problem getting a cage into the building because, um, they're, they're both outside. Right. I don't know. I don't know if I would see that to me, the cage is like, a uh, a feud ending type thing. I don't know if I would end the feud there. I think everything ends at Abso. Um, well, hold on. Everybody always says that even for like WWE, like everything ends at WrestleMania. No, it doesn't. A lot of things do, but you need... But the, you, as long as this has been going on, it's kind of started and stopped a few times. It feels like it needs to just... It's been dragging itself to Abso. If it somehow drags itself past that, that's absolutely insane. This is one that for sure has to. I think there's others that can continue. This isn't one of them. This needs to end at Abso. They've done every combination I, I think they could do other than, like you said, a six-man, but I don't think that's going to solve anything because... It just hasn't been that way with them. I think it needs to be one-on-one in a cage. I'm putting all my eggs in that basket, I guess I should say. But I don't discredit you saying that a six-man would work, because it would. But I feel like that's another way to extend it. But I don't know if it would extend it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying that a cage match wouldn't make sense. I'm just like looking at the road and looking at all the different possibilities. Right. Because like even like we mentioned cage matches, and the last time we had seen a cage match in the IW of my memory, which I do believe it was Gregory Iron versus Veda Scott, that was a feud that was going on for a, a little while too, and it seemed like you know their absolution match was going to be the end of it, but it wasn't, and that's when the if I'm correct, I think the show after that was GNO because that's where I no that wasn't at GNO or was it at I'm. Blank, and I just remember when the show was. I know what happened after Absolution, because actually that was the Absolution I couldn't make it to. The one that I just recently seen on my memories where you asked where I was, and I wasn't in the fucking state. <laughs> uh, big sad memories on that one, uh, Absolution 9. Uh, but I think it can go either anyway. It also would make sense, too, because Akron being close to Dom's hometown, you have that big match there. Right. We'll see. We'll see what they they come up with. I mean... Maybe they can't get the cage in there, so they do something else. Maybe they do another no DQ match or something where Dom has some backup in the wings to take care of those other people. I never know. Selfishly, I'm I'm hoping for the six man tag match. <laughs> Who would you like to see fill his his team out then? So I'll I'll, uh, I'll go with this. Who who you want to see fill out that team? So Jackson Stone versus Dominic Greeny. Who do you got? I'm going to go with Dom. I think uh, he's going to put the nail in the coffin for this little mini feud here and uh, 
get Carrington uh, his his warning. I'm gonna agree with you on Dom, but I'm gonna say to like tie it up to what we were talking about. After this match, we'll know the absolution match. Mm-hmm. I have in my head Dom on the microphone saying whatever it is. Steel cage, six man tag match, tag team match, ladder match, TLC match, whatever it is, we'll know. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to the next one. Bitcoin boys versus bang bros versus members only. And I'm going to guess, but I could be wrong. Uh, maybe the Duke comes out with Bitcoin. Mm, I don't know. I think the Duke's busy t- that night. I think he's going to be too, a little bit busy with his main event match. Yeah, I do, I do think that's obviously going to be the main event. But with this definitely being earlier in the show, you know, maybe he comes out there, you know, gives uh, his investment some time. But, you know, he, he could definitely be waiting on his match. I don't expect them to be out there. I think Bitcoin can handle this on their own um, between these three teams. Like, obviously, um, members only, they have like one win in AIW. So, uh they're looking for that second win, obviously getting a win over, um, I'm, am I wrong? Do they only have the one, right? I want to say it was over the bang bros. I think so. So, I mean, a win over Bitcoin would be great for them. Um, Bitcoin really, they, they were singles at the last show. They both, uh, had really good matches. Um, teaming up again here against these guys, this match is going to be awesome. I think all three teams are great. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more out of the Bang Bros. I've, what I've seen so far, I really like. I'm glad they're part of AIW. Um, they're one of the the surprise teams that got brought in that have been really fun to watch. So um, I really like all three of these teams. This, this match is going to be really good. You know who should come out with the Bitcoin boys? If Duke can't be there, <laughs> there there's a suitable replacement. Who's that? Ziggy. You know why? Why? Well, because obviously... You know, Derek's teaming up with the Duke later on in the night. You know, okay. They're, they're going to be worried on their, their match. So, like, send Ziggy out. Like, hey, like, do us a favor. Watch over the investment. Okay. There's a possibility there. That makes a little bit of sense, yeah. God, that would be insane, though. <laughs> Fucking Bitcoin and Ziggy. Jesus Christ. On top of, like, everybody in this match, like, that's like... You know, say about big, meaty men slapping meat. That's a bunch of light dudes beating the fuck out of each other. Well, and Ziggy too, but light uh, individuals. Lots, lots of flippy flips. Yeah, but there there would be some real just craziness if that if that actually happened between those three. But I'm looking forward to this match. I don't. That might be like the the match I'm looking forward to the most because I think I've wanted to see more from Bang Bros. We haven't seen as much from members only because I mean they're only a year in, so there's still like a lot of matches I want to see them like go up against people. We've already seen them. Versus Bitcoin, we can't forget that at Hell on Earth. Mm-hmm. You know, something about Power Rangers being mid. <laughs> I wonder if they think Bang Bros, like the drink is mid or Bang is mid. I know for me, like, I wonder, I wonder if they each come out representing a different energy drink company. <laughs> Who would the Bitcoin boys be? Um, I don't know. Monster, probably. I feel like they'd be Monster. Uh, members only would probably be, um, uh, C four. See, I was kind of thinking Bitcoin was C four. Okay, I would like to hear their opinions on this as to which yeah. energy drink they are. Maybe uh, members only is Ghost. 
I mean, you still have Red Bull out there. Uh, Rockstar still makes them. Mm-hmm. Technically Mountain Dew. I exclusively drink the smaller cans of uh, Red Bull now. So, Oh, and we have rain. Rain's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rain. Rain adds some great flavors. Only, so, their only energy drink that ever made me jittery, though, was rain. Remember when we went to fucking Indiana and you had a few, yeah. a few of them in your fucking cooler? A few. I had like six and I gave one to Eric Stevens and then I gave him another one at the end of the show. And I had like three and no water that day. And I was fucking wired. Funny thing now, uh, I don't know how much rain he drinks anymore. He seems to be more of a ghost guy now. I mean, he has a promo code with him too, but ghost has been my shit. Especially the Swedish fish one. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I don't really miss them too much. I, I like them for when I need the energy in the morning. If uh, I have like a late night out, like I'll turn around and go host a uh, autograph line for eight hours. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm good. Oh, that's my part of my breakfast. <laughs> like I drink it on the way to work. That's my coffee. That's reasonable. They're like comparable to like three to four cups of coffee. So. And 99% of the time, I only drink one a day. I'll have rare, rare, rare occasions where I will have two in a day. And there's like, there's one of those days, like I was just dragging ass and like, I needed something more. So I went, no, I, oh, maybe that actually might've been the day I had a migraine too. And that helped with it, obviously. So who do you got? Bitcoin boys, bang bros or members only? Um, I'm going to say, uh, members only get their second wind here. I'm up in the air. Like, I kind of wanted to pick members only, then you picked them. But also, I could see the Bitcoin boys winning. Oh, absolutely. Because I feel like this might even have implications into um, a match wrap. So, because these two have had some, uh, these, you know, between Bitcoin and members only, they've had some words back and forth. And I definitely think that they could have another banger match together. So, and then, well, on top of that, of this could have implications of, Who's after the tag titles after absolution? Mm-hmm. You know, Bitcoin wins, boom, like potentially next in line. Members only wins, potentially next in line. Bang Bros wins. Okay, I don't think they're necessarily going to be next in line, but that would put a good mark on their resume in AIW. Yeah, it puts them in the in you know in contendership. Like they got to get some wins under them, but that's that's a good start. Mm-hmm over bitcoin and members only to yeah. establish teams in aw for sure so i think i'm going bitcoin the smoking jays barbecue sponsored athletes let's move on to the next one uncle chase burnett versus kaplan <laughs> fucking love uncle chase uh apparently john thorne doesn't because he's trying to fucking kill my man gonna put him in there with with old cap who has Already called out Tim Donst, who has not accepted the uh, the match yet, but I'm assuming he will. Um, I, I've not known Tim Donst to back down from any challenge. Like, yeah, he's not a coward, Nick, like like uh, Dalton Harris is. But <laughs> like Nick Gage came out twice after a show, beat his ass, and then. He, he gave Nick Gage a title shot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think Nick Gage, not Nick Gage, but Tim Donst is declining this. Yeah, I think, uh, I'm sure he'll show, but uh, 
he has to because he has to show up you know once a year after he's been gone for a year and you mentioned that he hasn't been around for a year and then he shows up the next show or at the show that we're at so uh he's like sort of like your beetlejuice i guess (laughs) um but yeah kaplan and and uh oh uncle chase you know uncle chase has got some flippy moves has got some some flashy stuff on him but uh i don't think he's going to uh match the blue collar brawler so i mean he's kaplan's been you know he has actually been on a tear in aiw and uh getting the win over the uh new japan uh what is it their uh open weight champion usa champion or whatever something uh him getting a win over that gentleman tom waller uh definitely puts him in high regard uh not only to the intense and absolute titles but uh, anywhere, he's he's one to watch. He's not going to be taking losses very often. So just putting people to, to sleep and then uh, offering up some, some beef jerky that I heard was really good, but I missed out on. So hoping he brings some to Abso. I'm going to hopefully get some at Absolution because I, I do like me some beef jerky. I got one of the free samples. Mm-hmm. And it was good. If I was looking to spend money that day, I would have probably bought some, but literally, I think I even said like, that was like one of the few AIW shows that I, I walked out of, like not spending a dime. Like I only, only money I technically spent was parking. And I obviously don't count that. Ooh, that's a love hate thing I have with these shows. Parking. Sometimes you can get some really good spots. Like the last one, uh, show or no, it wasn't last show. It was, I think the, it might've been Russell Rave or ether. I got one like literally right around the corner, but the last show was down the street a little bit. Who do you got in this match? Uh, Cap Daddy. Yeah, as much as I do love Uncle Chase, probably one of my favorite additions for this year. I you gotta pick Kaplan. This is his warm up match to Donst. Right. So hopefully Uncle Chase hasn't washed any of his gear for like a year and whatnot. So <laughs> duct tape his shoes. Duct tape his cane. I don't know. Jack Evans did some cool shit with that game. <laughs> Hopefully, he's still uh, on the cards for some shows this year. But yeah, dip. Got to go with Kaplan. All right, let's move on to the last match that we have announced at this time. Which, going by how things have gone for these Winchester shows, almost has to be the main event. Derek Dillinger and the Duke versus Rip City Shooters. Unfortunately, the Duke's not putting up his boot, but. Kind of a warm up going into Abso for Dillinger and Bishop. Yeah, I'm sure we'll figure out more of what they have in store um, for their match um, too after this happens. So, but yeah, definitely a little preview between Bishop and, and Derek, and uh, I'm excited for it. I'm this is this feels uh, good that they're the two that are going to be fighting over the belt. I know it's. Kind of a bummer we didn't get to see the the finish to that story. Uh, maybe we will later on, but um, you know, making do with what they can. This is the best route, and I'm I'm happy with this route. So I'm a little excited for Absolution with Cardona being there, guaranteed one last time. Um, I might try to pitch to him getting that interview, <laughs> like a fucking madman. But nonetheless, like I, I've I've said to when it comes to Cardona that I'm kind of grateful that he's been a part of AIW for this year because the story's been fun. 
and having it end this way where it's not Bishop versus him really like saddens me. I know like with everybody who doesn't like Cardona, I hope that they're at least a little upset that this isn't going to end the way we genuinely all want it to go. Yeah. And uh, I think that even um, if we would have gotten that match, I don't know if it would have, I don't know. I don't know how it would have felt. I feel like we kind of had like a set way of what we thought was going to happen. So it was kind of like, okay, this is, you know, where this story is going. I think this is like a new twist on it because now we don't know if Josh is going to win the belt. I mean, it, he might, he might not. Now there's two guys that 100% deserve it and it can go either way now. Whereas before it was really felt like it was, you know, that story that could only make sense going one way. Uh, this I could see going either. So it's kind of fun. Um, as I mean, much as I hated him as champion, he was a very good villainous champion. Um, he did a great job doing all that stuff, but I'm ready for something else. And uh, As predictable as what we felt that ending was going to be, I mean, I believe 99% that that was how it was going to end. Mm-hmm. But there would have been moments in that match that would have made us thought otherwise. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right, for sure. That's, he knows how to put together a match to make you, you know, get into it. Like I said, him and Josh Prohibition was like actually one of my favorite matches this year because mm-hmm. it told a really fun story. Um, and there was a lot of like, oh shit, Josh, Josh is going to win. Holy fuck. Right. And that was me sitting at home, like being upset. I wasn't there live and really enjoying myself watching it. We, we kept your chair open for you. I know. I saw, <laughs> but get a little stand up and put me in there. <laughs> Although it might have, the chair might have broke then. So. <laughs> I was going to say that it wouldn't broke then, but I just got to watch that Steve guy doesn't give me a sabotage chair again next time. It's his fault, dude. I went to OCW last weekend, and like they had, there was like an outdoor show, and they had like mm-hmm. the exact same chairs. I was like, oh my god, I'm about to get fucking like karma. <laughs> <laughs> and this fucker's gonna and this fucker's gonna break on me because there was those moments, especially like being outside, which was it was like on asphalt, but you know it would kind of like go down just a little bit, so it's like the mm-hmm. legs would like spread out just a little bit more. And I'm like, and I getting up and down like out of the seat, I'm like oh my god, this like this is gonna be the time I'm gonna fucking sit down nope. and it's just gonna give way. Luckily for me, it didn't, but that fear ran through me the whole fucking show, especially when I seen those seats. Yeah. Well, next time I, I, I feel the seat being like that, I'm just going to swap it with somebody else's before they show up and they can fall down. But yeah, as like as much as that ending would have been predictable, there would have been the moments. There even might have been potentially something that would have happened in the match to make Cardona win. But, you know, maybe Wadsworth comes out or something. There, there, there would definitely have been moments to where like, oh, shit, we're wrong. Right. Because... We were told Cardona had at least one more booking after Absolution. So I I like that story being told, regardless if the ending was predictable, because it's the right ending. So many people complain with professional wrestling, being like, oh, this is predictable, that's predictable. But it's like, yeah, but that's just good storytelling. If Shawn Michaels wouldn't have won the title at WrestleMania 12, that would have sucked. If... Bret Hart didn't get his revenge on Yokozuna at WrestleMania 10. That would have sucked. And there's a lot of other 
which granted those are like two of my favorite WrestleMania main events, but oh, one more. If Daniel Bryan didn't win the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 30, that would have fucking sucked. But those stories had the quote predictable ending because it's the way they should end. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Man, could you imagine if Daniel Bryan didn't win WrestleMania 30? Say he uh, he, he sucked. He would have lost like the opening match that he had to get into the main event. Oh, that crowd would have been pissed. Uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, the crowd would have revolted on that. I mean, after everything that they did to get that match to happen, I feel like they would have revolted big time. On a side note, because it's something that I've kind of been talking about on TikTok, but uh, do you know that there's fans out there, younger fans that don't think John Cena was forced down our throats? Yeah, because they were young at the time and it was just normal to them. They weren't like smarks. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and then when I told one of them, like, that's just nostalgia, they said, no, John Cena did. He he was, uh, I could probably pull up the, the video, but like one tried to say, like, he was accepted by the fans from 2005 to 2015. And then later in another comment to someone else, they brought up like the, because it's for some dumb reason, these fans who are younger love John Cena, hate Roman Reigns and being older. I'm like, yeah, that's to the same fucking thing. No, they're not. They're different, but they cut promos where he basically said it was the same thing. Yeah. Or scenic said it was the same thing, but so they, uh, this dude tried to bring up like, Oh, that, that reaction Roman Reigns had at the 2015 Royal Rumble. It's like, well, that reaction was partially if I'm correct because of Daniel Bryan being, thrown out of the Royal Rumble earlier. And number two, uh, you're not old enough to remember the reaction of ECW One Night Stand 2006 when John Cena was hated. And yes, yeah, like it's one of my favorite pay-per-views. Those two, the ECW One Night Stand shows were so good. My controversial opinion is 05 is better than 06. 06 just had a better main event. 05 was the better show. I can understand that. Sure. Like, I think WWE, the 06 was more WWE eyes because they were going to run with it after and make it, you know, the third brand. So there was more WWE people involved in the matches. Um, so like you had like Randy Orton on the show, you had uh, edge on the show. You had people like that on the show that wouldn't have been on a normal ECW show. Like the 05 show was the 05 show was strictly ECW and had some killer matches. For me, with o- even if RVD wasn't on it, <laughs> well, he was on it, just not wrestling. Well, not wrestling, but that was. Uh, I go with the fact of, if I remember correctly, I don't remember a single match being announced for 05. So watching that pay per view had a different amount of suspense because you didn't know any of the matches. So it was for me, it was so much fun to watch. Like I don't know if i will ever have that same feeling in 2006 also to uh the invasion kind of storyline from raw and smackdown and a lot of the promos that came out of that like uh whether it be paul Heyman, rob van dam uh jbl's reactions edges reaction <laughs> like there's there's like so much between that stuff with it that's very fun but the matches themselves like I, I will never forget like i didn't watch that one live i watched it um 
after I got home from work because I worked third shift at that time. But I just sat and enjoyed the whole fucking pay-per-view. Sadly, the only match that I fast forward because I didn't kind of care about it as much, but it was uh, Mike Awesome's match. <laughs> and everybody's like, that was the best match on the card. I'm like, I, 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 that's what I've been told. I just never got into fucking Mike Awesome. And then uh, he went Asada against Tanaka. Yeah, he went against Tanaka and I really wasn't as familiar with him. So like I didn't have much like interest in watching it. Yeah, I knew they were going to fucking kill each other. And they did like other, after Joey Styles got over his tirade of yelling at you know mike awesome about everything uh it was fine yeah but and then like you look at like a lot of those guys too like mike awesome chris canyon uh bam bam bigelow like there was that era where they all passed away and like you know how much of a killing they'd be making right now like oh yeah fuck it would be so awesome to be able to have them guys around still today i feel like i've said it on this show was like dude can you imagine how much like the triple threat would be killing it right now oh my god whether it be shows or autograph signings. Uh, I don't know if they would do conventions, but I mean, they would obviously do WrestleCon. Like there's a lot of people from the nineties and maybe even early two thousand. where I think of like, man, if they were still alive, those two are towards the top of the list. Earthquake is on the top of that list. Uh, is towards the top of that list, especially to yeah. like with, with Bam Bam and Candido of like passing away, like so close to when, all these like autograph signings like started happening. Yeah. Bam Bam is the one I, I, I currently like miss the most. Cause like, I feel like if I ever became a wrestler, my style would be very similar to his. And he was so athletic for a big dude being able to do what he did. And like, I love watching his stuff now and I love watching his ECW stuff. And it just, oh, God, he'd have been so cool to see live and meet. I, th- I think, and this is not really knowing the kind of person he was, kind of hearing some stories, I think he would have been like that really cool meet and greet, talking with you, smile on his face, any type of, you know, photo op you want, maybe him choking you or something like, I think like, he'd be cool. I kind of liken him to Typhoon, Tugboat, Fred Ottman, whatever you want to call him, Uncle Fred, like, be cool as shit. Cause I think I've heard like good stories of him of when he was, uh, when he did major pain, like some of the kids yeah. that, like talked about yeah, the one, the one dude that played Alex talked about it. So mm-hmm. it was really cool because that was the first thing I asked him when he was on there. I was like, Hey, tell me about Bam Bam Bigelow. Like, what was that like? So, but yeah, like not only that, but like, I'm sure like, uh, everybody in the back would have liked him too. Like, I think he'd like, he would have been, everybody would have been like really like, you know how they were really all about um, uh, what's his face from the FBI when they brought him in, Tommy Rich. Yeah, and like how much they enjoyed him. I think Bam Bam would be in that same crowd of like hanging out with everybody and like being like one of the guys that they'd probably like to bring in a bunch. So we'd see him probably once or once a year or something. That'd be really cool. Anyway, I was gonna say looking. <laughs> we got so far off track. Just just really quick looking at my wall of figures. There's three more that I would love for a meet and greet or whatever. That would be Brian Pillman crush in Yokozuna. Yokozuna would have been cool too. You don't think Brian Pillman and crush would be cool. Yeah. They, they, they don't, they don't uh, interest me as much. They might be cool, but I, I really liked crush crush was one of like my favorites, my first favorites. Like what I was, watching wrestling because like it was just always on in my house just like picking things up kona crush i thought was fucking awesome 
Yeah, that makes sense. That was, he was, the crush I knew was like Nation of Domination crush. So I didn't care for him that much, but like knowing like that he had that character before Kona crush, like, all right. So now back to the match. Yes. <laughs> back to the main event of the show. 20 minutes later. I don't, I don't know what else to say about this. Really? I mean, you got, I got, I got the apps, uh, solution main event right there preview type thing and then i mean is, is west gonna go for the boot is that gonna be his solution to haas i mean they are like wes and and duke are like some of the best talkers in the company so i mean that could be very interesting if those two faced off at absolution the promos could you imagine i'll no. I'll, I'll say this um there's a part of me that doesn't want josh to win at absolution and it's not because I necessarily want Derek to win, even though like Cardona was champion. It would it would still be that I there's a part of me that wouldn't want them to win, but it's only because I want to see Rip City be more dominant in the tag division. And I think some big rivals there are the Bitcoin boys. Like we just had Wes versus Eric Taylor here, you know, Rip City versus the Duke, also Derek, but mainly pointing on uh, the Duke right now. I think Rip City Bitcoin is a feud. It could be something they visit down the road, but I would really like to see that be the next thing for Bishop. But I also, want, if, but uh, I also want Bishop to if, win the title. What if Duke and the Bitcoin boys join the production and they are the financiers of the production? If I know anything about the Duke, he's not joining the production. He's buying the production. The production would be joining the Duke's stable, his the Duke family, if you will, to where he has the Bitcoin boys and he has the production. That would be interesting. That's a possibility. Very, very well could happen. Just the Duke going out and kind of buying AIW. <laughs> Who do you got in this one? Um, man. I don't know the role that they've been on. Uh, Rip City's a regular team, whereas Derek and Duke really aren't. Uh, I do know that Duke and, and Derek hang out outside of the ring quite often, though, so they do know each other kind of well. I can't. I can't go against Derek. I gotta go with Derek and Duke. Uh, for me, it's it it's it is a tough one. But you know what? We don't really end Winchester shows on down notes. But I think this will be the exception. I'm going with Derek and the Duke, too. All right, that's uh, AIW3D. Any final thoughts or last-minute plugs before we go? Uh, yeah, this week on If You Catch My Grift, we did an episode about a very evil woman who claimed to be a psychic, and she was just uh, downright terrible. So if you get a chance to check that out, I highly recommend it. Her name is it, is it Miss Cleo? Is Sylvia Brown. Why not Miss Cleo? And uh, that should be available everywhere. So I believe it's called The Many Cons of Sylvia Brown by If You Catch My Grift, uh, wherever you get your podcast at. Check that out. It's a lot of fun. Um, we did a bunch of other episodes on other con artists. There's a lot of good ones in there. Um, and some people that were sort of like a good con if there, if there could ever be such a thing. Um, so, you know, check that out. 
the other podcast, IWTV Guide, I don't know what they're doing uh, next week, but this week there's a uh, review from a Pride show that was done a couple weekends ago that I know that they reviewed. Um, so that should be out this week. And that's about it. And of course, you can find myself on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose a desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. Like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. You're ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, wrestling cheers.podbean.com. Check out our podcast friends such as Pod Van Dam, super fantastic podcast. It's Evolution Baby, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Game Marks Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, The Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, If You Catch My Grift, At Odds With Wrestling, Marks With Mics, X Over Podcast, This Ends At Prom, and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, the Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Heart of Gold, Toy Ohio Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, and remember you can use promo code CHEERS for a discount on your order. JCP Designs, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where Everybody knows your name. And here in a few weeks, it's Absolution, baby. Later. It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet. Praying in your day in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. And then we sit back, other shows are in the trash, kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice, wearing all the gold Wrestling Cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max, signing off Ohio, good night, the world, good night We love you, we'll see you next week